Hey guys, welcome to my first episode of Awake Not Baked. So I just want to preface that the name might sound like a podcast for stoners, but it's definitely not. In fact, it probably couldn't be more opposite. Um, I named the podcast Awake Not Baked because among my friends, I'm notoriously a drug version, but people often, people that don't know me often think that I'm a pothead. I don't know why. I think it's the way that I see things or I come across as quite aggressive with my analysis of absolutely anything and everything. I also, I think I tend to come up with slightly alternative theories and explanations for stuff whenever I'm conversing with people. Um, I have a perspective on the world which people might have when they're high, I think. I hope this means that I'm quite open-minded and I think outside of the box but I love trying to understand the deeper meaning behind things and unraveling the hidden reasons for people's behaviors um in real life I'm pretty direct and quite aggressive sometimes with my honesty which in person is either loved or hated but I think it's going to be an asset for this podcast and make the content more entertaining and insightful and fresh for any listeners So, without further ado, let's get into the first episode. I have been completely and utterly obsessed with this YouTube channel called Starlink. I've showed so many people now. Um, It is this guy called Johnny who lives in New York and every episode is like a what are people wearing in in New York episode and he basically walks around New York trying to find cool outfits and will do very very short interviews with people he'll ask them what they're wearing and then he'll say something like what inspires you what's a goal of yours um what would you say to your younger self something like that and then at the end of each Um, talking to each person he gives them a two dollar bill and he does that because it's like meant to be uh, a rare dollar bill and it's to signify like the invaluable moment of exchange that they had or something like that anyway he's just so sweet he the way he films like the scenes of new york and then like his narrations it's just so wholesome and he's clearly so appreciative of living in like a vibrant city and he's just so adorable every time he uh finishes the episode he goes to a new pizza restaurant and tries a new pizza and then he goes i'm gonna rate this out of five ralphs ralph is the name of my dog it's 4.8 ralphs or something like that but like it's just just so adorable but the reason why i've loved it is because Firstly, he's so positive and so excited to be walking around and like having the opportunity to meet different people. And when I watch his videos, it just makes me so happy to be alive and so excited about the unknown and opportunities and just so happy and excited about the simple things. Um, just to be able to breathe fresh air and to be alive another day and to just walk around and see so many exciting things it it's not just about the clothes for me like that's definitely 
very fun to watch what people are wearing but it's about just like this energy that I feel it's so peaceful it has such a positive undertone and it's just so silly and unserious and chilled out and just simple like he's just not trying at all but just watch it you'll understand what I mean but also I love it because I've realized with those few questions you can learn so much about someone um and also through the way that they talk about their clothes and and the kinds of clothes that they wear and everyone has such a unique story everyone's doing something so interesting um I've honestly binge watched this youtube channel um but I realized while watching it that it's people's passions that make them so vibrant and the more excited someone is about their life and what they're doing on a day-to-day basis, the more likely their clothes are going to be more unique um, or themselves. They're going to be more unique and authentic in the way that they present themselves to the world through their clothes. Um, and that tends to correlate with the less trendy someone is, the more exciting and fashionable and memorable they are because it just... Ma- that you know these people are the the people who wear clothes that kind of make you look twice um they're not going to find it in like aritzia or h&m they'll have made it or it's their friend's brand and they're obsessed with their friend's brand or um they're they're an artist and they just kind of let their like um the clothes that have paint splattered all over them become like something cool and something that they wear every day even if they're not in the studio or something like that but there are two people who said some things that really stuck with me one was this guy called Malcolm um he was saying he feels so lucky that so he's a children's book editor and he says he feels really lucky that he's a master at one thing and he's really good at it and that's his base and having that base and having that core center allows him to branch off and do other things so he's also an artist he's also a sculptor or something like that um he also uh, produces music and he was like i can do this because i'm a master at this one thing and it makes me so happy and it inspires me and stimulates me to do something even further that's connected to it um and i love that and it reminded me of this conversation i had um with this artist that i met um a month ago um I was saying to him oh I just feel really like stuck because I have so many things that I like doing and I want to do and I want to pursue in the future but I feel like I tend to have big ideas and um have passions and, and have excitement for something but then not always necessarily follow through or you know, allow myself to stick with that one thing and become really good at it. Um, And so, you know, for example, when I was younger, I really wanted to be an actress and that I just thought was going to be my thing forever. And then one day I was like, "Mm, you know what, there's like something I don't like about the acting uh, industry. I just don't want to do it. And I realize now that there's always going to be something that you don't like about something and it might deter you from continuing with it but that's not an excuse um you know nothing is perfect and the way to 
allow yourself to branch out into other things is to become a master at one thing and continue doing other other stuff um but anyway yeah so i was telling this artist how i felt about it and he was like my advice to you is to just focus on one thing don't tell anyone about it just do it for six months a year whatever and once you're happy with it and you're proud of yourself you can tell the world and then from there you can continue to do other things and he said with him um he was doing loads of different working with loads of different mediums and he just didn't feel like he was good at any of them or getting anywhere and then over lockdown he was like okay i'm just gonna focus on painting and see where it goes so he only did painting didn't touch anything else and now he feels so much more confident in it and he's a better artist and his career is taking off because of it um and yeah so what malcolm said and what he said connected um, another thing that i loved was uh, this girl was asked uh, what's a goal that you have at the moment and she said to slow down and have more self-awareness and i love that because she was saying you know when you slow down and stop getting so ahead of yourself and stop being so in your head you tend to have not only more awareness about yourself but also the things that are happening around you um, you can become much more observant and less emotional and kind of know better what the next steps are to act whether that's you know long-term goals things in your career or whatever but also just in general social situations you just know you can perceive so much more and take in so much more information when you just slow down take a deep breath and breathe and just observe and then you know how to act i just love that it's so it's so peaceful um but so true we all could have a bit of that i think anyway back to the youtube channel starlink which by the way i will link below in the in the podcast episode description so you guys can go see it it really made me think about trends in general and how we are so quick to conform to what we think is like super trendy or what sorry what society um tells us is trendy whether that's through social media or just like you know seeing people in the street walking around obviously it's inevitable to be inspired by others and to be influenced by the things you see but i feel like people don't fully realize that in terms of fashion trends are created there's like my friend who went to fashion school she told me that there's this like some sort of fashion committee where all the big brands are a part of and they basically discuss like every season what's going to be in style like the whether it's the big chunky sneakers or whether this you know this season it's going to be like the uh not glitter but like you know uh, diamante studs on everything um and that's a way for them to uh, make the most profit because if they all conform to and agree to what's trendy then um they're more likely to have more sales and more consumption rather than something that's considered weird and uh not stylish but it also means that the clothing items the pieces you invest in aren't always going to be fashionable and trendy especially the ones that you get that are super 
a la mode and that's why I love investing in more timeless classic pieces because I know that it's going to last forever and I know that I can like pass it down to my daughter and whatever so if I'm going to be spending a lot of money on clothes or bags or whatever I want it to be stuff that I can always not only use as like a base for other things but also kind of conform to whatever style it's malleable rather than super in trend just for that season I think it's so expensive as well to conform to these trends and feeds fast fashion for sure not good for the environment either but in general I just feel like when you just step out of that trend lens it's so much easier to make yourself more unique and stand out a little and be more memorable and I would much rather just be my authentic self wear the things that I love and make myself timeless and iconic in my own way rather than just conforming to someone else's idea of what's fashionable or what's beautiful or whatever um but I think you know feeding into trends is definitely also a huge reason why plastic surgery has become so popular um and I think it's kind of scary because obviously so many people are you know getting um uh, what's it called lip fillers or nose jobs and that's super trendy to have big lips and like a tiny nose um or like eyebrow lifts or whatever all of that is super in fashion right now um and but it's scary because it's conforming to one type of beauty that's currently seen as very popular and very beautiful but in 10 years it might not be you know in 10 years a different kind of lip like the small lip might be super trendy and I can so see that happening like look what's happening with the eyebrows like five ten years ago thick like full eyebrows used to be super in trend and now everyone's plucking their eyebrows so much or even um uh bleaching them so that they don't even exist like it's scary how much things can change and so with plastic surgery like it makes sense in in like theoretically it makes sense okay like if you're not feeling comfortable with yourself it's such a an easy fix but in practice I feel like it's dangerous because you just never know how that certain characteristic or feature that you've bought into is going to be perceived in the future and if you're not feeling confident with yourself and the way you you look or whatever you know that's only going to be a temporary bandage I think and obviously I can't speak for people who have done it because I've never been in that situation where a either I've done it or I want to do it so I'm not saying I understand fully someone else's perspective but I'm trying to and I think from the way I see it is that going back to the point about being unique and being original and not conforming to trends I think in a way that makes you more beautiful to have something unique about yourself the way that you don't to have something like to allow yourself to not look exactly like someone else and yes like if you have that perfect lip or that the perfect cheeks or whatever you might look beautiful but I think it almost puts a ceiling on the level of beauty that you have 
because you're always just going to be averagely beautiful like someone that's truly stunning is going to have something different about them and something unique that no one else has um and i think we don't really fully realize this which is why i want to talk about it but it is true like the the girls and guys that we all think are like super attractive they might not be attractive to any everyone um but to some people they're going to be stunning i think because that certain feature is just different and people might not like understand it but that is what's happening like there is it's natural to be attracted to something that is one of a kind um and i think when you do plastic surgery have plastic surgery you're taking away that opportunity for yourself to you know yes you might be more attractive to a broader range of people because naturally we're influenced by the trends that we see and we'll think oh that's very attractive but you I think just take away the opportunity to become truly stunning and beautiful to some people and it's sad that we think that we have to make everyone attracted to us like not everyone's going to be attracted to the same people I'm constantly disagreeing with my friends about someone that they consider as attractive that I might not consider attractive but someone else I I consider super good looking my friends won't at all you know it's and that's normal like we don't need to all like the same things how boring would that be you know so yeah it does make me a bit sad that like it's becoming so normal because there is just something so exciting about so many people looking so different oh my god I have a funny story so I once had this friend who I'm no longer friends with but she was a girl who loved conforming and I don't know she she openly was quite insecure about the way she looked she didn't need to be she was beautiful I think um but I could tell that she thought that society's expectations or understanding of beauty was what she should also have um and she didn't like her nose um and i remember she asked me once oh what are the features that um guys say they like about you or something like that and i was like hmm, funnily enough my nose like a lot of boys seem to like my nose and i said that i said funnily enough because i don't have like a small petite nose like the classic madison beer style you know but like I've had quite a few boys comment, oh my god, you've got such a cute nose or something. And I've ended up dating them or whatever. Um, And she was so shocked (laughs) when I said that. Like, she was like, what? Really? And I was like, yeah, yeah, they like my nose. Like, shocker. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, like, it just, like, was funny to me that she was so surprised by it. Um, And it just shows us, like, how um controlled we are by like a a a general popular understanding of beauty also i don't know if people saw this but like a month or two ago everyone was talking about how um bella hadid was saying in an interview that she got her nose job at age 14 and um you know she kind of regrets it and she wishes that she could look like her ancestors and I really like that point because for me 
you know, if I ever feel not confident or insecure and feel the need to do that, I think I'm going to always remind myself that I want to look like my family. I want to be proud of where I'm from and look and feel exotic, you know? I don't want to look like everyone else and I want to look like my own children. Um, And I want my children to see me with my authentic features and be like, okay, she's proud of who she is and what she looks like and she looks beautiful in her own way you know and I want my children to see that I don't place my self-worth on my appearance and obviously not doing plastic surgery it doesn't do that automatically it doesn't say oh I'm not placing my self-worth on my appearance but I think doing plastic surgery says okay like a lot of my value comes from the way I look and I want my children to understand that your beauty really does like come from the inside it's the energy that you radiate you can have like the most magnetic confident sexy mysterious energy without looking conventionally pretty Um, and I've seen so many people like that I'm like conventionally you're not you don't have like the most symmetric face or whatever whatever but you are so attractive and I can see that so many people are being pulled towards you because you just radiate self-confidence and radiate just like a positive vibe and people want to be around you and ultimately that is so much more valuable than looking aesthetically pleasing people can do all the surgery they want or you know wear as much makeup as they want and look as stunning as they want but if their energy is negative condescending rude um insecure none of that matters like that all goes away and what makes people stay around you and want to be with you is your energy and like having a powerful presence and being unique and being magnetic and that's not something that surgery or something cosmetic something on the surface is going to fix and i know people always say that but it's really so true and like i've like even the most like superficial guys i know who you know love pretty girls (laughs) like they will admit that they will get easily bored if they're just pretty and nothing else or if they're nasty people and just very bitchy it doesn't matter if they're pretty like they might be interested in the beginning but it's not going to make the interest last and making the interest last i think is what people should focus on um and that is nothing to do with trends but i just find it so interesting how controlled we are by trends and the impact that it has in the long run but also on a more basic level like if i got a different nose i would look so weird like my nose works for my face my lips work perfectly for my face and i really believe that and it's exciting to just look a bit different you know it makes you stand out it also makes you look more racially ambiguous and i quite like that just being mysterious in that way like people not having any idea where i'm from but definitely not looking just english or just something also i always remind myself that someone who's iconic is someone who's 
stood out and someone who's stepped out of line and done something different and is noticed for that. No one who's a follower, <clears throat> sorry, my voice, is iconic ever, you know? And also, you're never going to be fully happy if you're constantly chasing an ideal, a trend. You're, you know, because you're always following something. You're never at the finish line. There's always something new to get or new to achieve or a new way to look like. And when you're just yourself and you do whatever you want and, you know, you can look, you know, just if you create your own identity, both through your own personality, not trying to be like someone else or dress like someone else or look like someone else, you're always going to learn to be the happiest, even if it's harder in the beginning, even if you don't go down the easy route. In the end, it's going to be so much more rewarding because you just know that no matter what, no matter what things change, you're going to feel good about yourself, or at least you know how to, and you've done it before, so you will again, even if you have a moment of insecurity or whatever. Um, and I just love that. Like, Something that you can give to yourself is priceless. That, that confidence and that um, self-assurance and that sense of peace, that's only something that you can give to yourself. No amount of looking like a model in the way she dresses or whatever is going to solve that. Maybe in the short term, but definitely not in the long term. Not to mention, boys believe you when you feel sexy. You can literally have the best outfit, the most perfect face, makeup, whatever. But if you don't believe that you're gorgeous, you're hot, you're sexy, then that feeling of lack is always going to reveal itself and show through no matter what you do until you fix your feelings around it. And I don't think people fully realize this. Moving away from trends. So there are some things about society that everyone just accepts that I just question. I'm like, why is this a thing? I do not understand. First thing, coffee. And those of you who drink coffee every morning, you're going to hate me for saying this, but it doesn't make any sense for you to wake up and to be like, oh, like I'm only alive. I can only like fully feel awake until I have my coffee. Like, scientifically, it just makes your heart race um, to, like, have to rely on something. It's, on it's only because you're addicted to it, reliant on it, that you need it to wake you up. If you weren't addicted to it, then you wouldn't need it. And I love the taste of coffee, don't get me wrong. Like, if I could have a coffee every day, I would. But I just know that I'm just going to get addicted to it because it's so good. And then I'm just going to rely on it every morning. And... I don't know, but just the when I walk around in the morning in the city and everyone's holding their cup of coffee on their way into work, it's just so funny that everyone does it and everyone just accepts it. And it's just like a widespread common thing, like a coffee in the morning or like a pick-me-up coffee in the afternoon. It's just, I just find it hilarious. It's like a, it's so comical. <laughs> Trends in general, like with fashion, it's like, if you are conforming to it, it's seen as cool and like, you know, up to date. But then if there's too much of it, like once there's too much of that, it's suddenly so uncool. 
and I do this with music like when I find a new song or whatever that is objectively very good I'll love it I'll be proud that I found it I'll be like yeah like I feel cool because I listen to this whatever but then as soon as like it hits a certain level of plays on Spotify I'm immediately like no I don't like it anymore (laughs) even though it's the same song I'm just like nah this isn't good it's just too much because it's just too trendy and too many people listen to it there's just like such a fine balance between going with the the fashion trend and being original and getting that balance is so tricky um but i think that's the sweet spot and that's what i was saying about clothes before about investing in pieces that you can kind of mold into whatever you want it to be clubbing what is up with that so when i was at uni i went through phases of like drinking and not drinking drinking not drinking but in first year the majority of it i was going out sober and i realized that when you're the only person sober everyone looks so silly you can see people's like personalities changing throughout the night suddenly getting so much confidence it's just such a different experience to getting drunk with people because it just seems so much more fake and it really turns you off being a part of that and allowing yourself to like look like one of those people um but like with clubbing you can't see people because it's so dark you can't hear people because the music is so loud so you can't have conversations with people you get wasted you drink this liquid that changes how you behave around people you barely remember the the night the next the next day you're not as conscious of your surroundings you're basically reducing your sensory experience as much as possible so that your sensory inputs are little to none other than the pounding music you're basically creating an artificial superficial experience that wouldn't ever organically happen and without all these factors and then calling it the best night ever and obviously like i'll admit it can be really fun sometimes but if you actually think about what's going on it's so bizarre and it's just so weird that we all accept that that has to be done on a weekend and like force ourselves to go out even if we're tired I just feel like we should really like reassess how we spend our free time when we're not working because there are so many other more fulfilling fun stimulating things to do like social things to do um the other weird thing about clubbing in central London there's just this need to display your wealth so like the bottle shows with like the fire coming out of the bottle and like everyone like you know that table gets to choose what music they put on when the bottle comes the bottle show comes and like everyone looks at which table has what bottle show and like how much they've ordered it's just so silly like actually wealthy people who know how to build wealth wouldn't be going out clubbing every weekend and wasting away their money they'd be investing it into like assets that can grow for them whatever um that reminds me i was watching the real estate show buying beverly hills and one of the young realtors was like oh i'll go to one oak and find an uh find a buyer for this 20 million house and his boss literally laughed in his face and was like you're never gonna find someone who can afford a 20 million dollar house at one oak it's just not gonna happen like that's not where they would be spending their time and money but it's so true the other day i didn't want to go out and someone was like 
super negative about it and was like you're young like you should be going out whatever but like if you actually think about it considering everything i just said it's perfectly reasonable (laughs) to like just sometimes not feel like it like not feel like dealing with a situation like that you know especially after you're like working five days a week um you know sometimes you might be going out monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday um and you're just by the weekend just completely knocked out like allowing yourself to enter into an experience like that just sounds like the most unappealing thing um but i just feel like there should be more acceptance and less of an expectation that just because we're young we have to be going out at all times and like every weekend i just really think that we need to reassess the things that we choose to spend our time and attention on and our relationships with those things and just understand them better because a lot of the time I feel like we're just blindly following and accepting what everyone else is doing without actually understanding what's going on. And we shouldn't feel pressure to do something just because everyone else does it. It's so stupid. Let's not be sheep, guys. Let's be more aware of what we're doing and how we choose to spend our time and energy because our time is precious. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I loved recording this one and I want this podcast to start conversation, to start debate. So if you, if anything I say you agree with or disagree with, if it sparks any discussion, drop me a message, comment on my Instagram. I would love to hear from you. And if there's anything that you want me to discuss or talk about in future episodes, um, please give me ideas. Please help me. Um, I can't wait to hear from you guys. And thank you so much. See you next week.